Jim Nance and Tony Romo are smoking something if they think that the 49ers are going to like come back and miracle win this game here. Uh, that's not going to happen. Welcome to the Bottom Line Bets post-game show, little post-game in Damon, and boy, it is good that we have this time together. We have an awful lot to discuss, and it honestly feels like a great start to the season, a 5-0 and start to the season, has completely been scuttled. Completely been scuttled by three games where the Niners were complicit in finding defeat. I mean, dude, Steve Wilkes' defense has got issues, straight up. Kyle Shanahan's offense has picked the wrong couple of weeks, the wrong couple of weeks to turn the ball over at the most crucial times. And this isn't a good, this, this is a terrible way to go into a bye week. A terrible way to go to a bye week. Uh, the only saving grace, I think, will be this. Whatever deal you got to make to get the player who's going to get you out of this soft zone defense that is just being eviscerated by Joe Burrow, by Kirk Cousins, by, I mean, it's just, it, it, it can't happen. The way that the 49ers have started these games, the way that they started today cannot happen. It can't happen. If you're seriously a Super Bowl contender, you don't play like this three weeks in a row. You don't play like this three weeks in a row, and what you definitely don't do is count on this defensive line to single-handedly turn everything around. That is another interception that Brock Purdy just threw. We got ourselves a flag on the field, but um, Brock Purdy just delivered another ball directly into a chest of a Cincinnati Bengal, and uh, again, there, there, there will be no... Glory, I think, found today by what you're looking at. There is a personal foul for roughing the passer here. So no interception. It looked like the defender came in around Purdy's knees. So, okay, the 49ers are going to have the ball. Um, that was, uh, honestly, that was a soft as hell roughing the passer call. They just pushed over Jalen Moore and two Bengals wrapped Purdy around the legs and brought him down. There, that to me is, I I don't know if there should be a flag there. You know, it's the old Tom Brady around the knees. That's going to be a penalty. But I mean, the reason why they're around the knees and oh, that is a sack and now a fumble on Brock Purdy. And yeah, that is a fumble. And so Brock Purdy. For the, what, second time today, turns the ball over on consecutive plays, to be honest with you, because there's an interception that got nullified. Very next play, he fumbles it away. This is a rousing, the Bengals are officially back from their slow start to the season, and this is a rousing, the 49ers are officially done with the great start to their season. They had a chance to go 6-2 and two going into the bye. They will go in with the worst feeling that you can have at 5-3. and three. You know, 5-3 and three is still pretty good, to be totally honest with you in this league, but you can't have a worse feeling around a 5-3 and three record than what the 49ers are going to have in a bye week here. And Joe Burrow today just absolutely eviscerated the 49ers' defense. I mean, he did everything he wanted to. 
absolutely everything he wanted to. 17 points again. Three straight weeks for the 49ers. Started the year 30 points north of it all the time. Now they are 17 points for the third straight week in a row. Kyle, uh, look, there's going to be an awful lot of piling on, an awful lot of piling on Steve Wilkes. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Kyle's got to look at himself in a mirror too. You know, they're under no scenario. Is your leading rusher supposed to be Brock Purdy, who's got 57 yards? Christian McCaffrey, 12 carries, 54 yards, a touchdown. Again, McCaffrey scores his couple of touchdowns. It's it's you know it's hard to dismiss that, but when it doesn't go into a winning effort, it's hard to say that that was you know fantastic. I mean, his personal touchdown streak now 17 games in a row is spectacular, but the 49ers have lost three games in a row, so who cares? You know, I mean, this is a how-did-you-play-as-a-team league. And right now, as a team, the 49ers are playing some of their softest football of the Kyle Shanahan uh, era. I mean, they, they aren't running the ball like they should. I don't know where J.P. Mason has gone. Did J.P. Mason take a dump on Kyle Shanahan's lawn? Because this guy's disappeared. He is playing special teams, and that's it. He can't get out there today. You got uh, rushing the ball, six six scrambles for Purdy. And look, this is it's one of these weird games where Purdy was actually having a decent game right up until he had two te- two interceptions on back to back throws, which is going to nullify how excited anyone is about the game you just played. Christian McCaffrey, twelve carries, fifty four yards. Elijah Mitchell, three carries, two yards. Kyle Uzcheck, two carries, zero yards. I mean, it's just it's just a, an offensive line that is not getting its job done in a running game and a defensive line that, in spite of the fact Eric Armstead picked up a, a, a couple sacks today, a third sack. Burrow has been sacked three times in this game, but he's also thrown 28-32 for 283 yards, three touchdowns, along with 44 rushing yards, and he's just running the wide open space. You know, there, there's an old book about offense called Run to Daylight. That's what they did all day today. The Bengals just put the ball in daylight all day. Not good for the 49ers. You know, if the the Bengals are going to dress this up a little, no, victory for Michon has been struck. There's a knee. There you go. This is going to be a Bengals win. Welcome to the Bottom Line Bets postgame show. I'll tell you this. It's been a rough, rough day for 49ers fans. You know who didn't have a rough day? Anyone who is rolling with my man, Stefan. The bet that he gave you on this game was Bengals team over. That's a winner. 3-0 and already in the books today. 4-0 and yesterday for Stefan. And look, I've already told you how good of a job he is doing, uh, but now I'm just, I'm going to stop doing the commercial and I'm going to let the results speak for themselves. Watch this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 
11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 1, 2, 3, 3, 3, 4, 3, 5, 3, 6, 3, 7, 3, 8, 3, 9, 30. 3, 1, 3, 2, 3, 3, 4, 5, 3, 6, 3, 7, 3, 8, 3, 9, 40. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Bottom line bets, man. Bottom line is we fucking win. Let's go. There you go. Does that cash? Does that cash speak to you? I mean, I've been giving you promo codes. I've been telling you, you get on Stefan. Not a lot of you have taken advantage of it. That means not a lot of you are winning the money that you could. BottomlineBets.com. I'm not screwing around. Stefan's on fire. Look at the results. Cash in hand. Every single time this guy lays down a day of betting. And that cash could have been yours. It could be yours. Sign up for BottomlineBets.com right now. Welcome to the post-game show. It's good to have you here. The most aggressive post-game show in the NFL. We don't even wait for the game to go final before we get it going. There are 12 seconds left. The 49ers are going to get a token possession right here. And if they do anything other than just take a knee and go jogging back into the locker room, it's a stupid play. Let's see, let's see how if Kyle wants to end today with some stupid douchebaggery trying to get, what, some yards here? Brock Purdy, in the name of nobody getting hurt, should just take a knee here, 12 seconds, and call it a day. What is Kyle going to dial up down 31-17 with 12 seconds and no timeouts remaining? What's he got? What's he got? Oh, he's going to run a play. Look at that. 49ers. Here comes little, no, it's not a Hail Mary, it's a screen. Again, a play that might have worked uh, at any point in time earlier in the day, but we didn't see it until right now. Oh, there's going to be four seconds left. Is Kyle going to be able to put any lipstick on this pig? At least statistically, that's what's happening right now. But this is absurd. Just take a fucking knee, Kyle. What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, this is so stupid, there's almost a part of every angry Niner fan who's almost rooting for somebody to get hurt on this play. That's how stupid this is. What are you doing, Kyle? What do you got with four seconds left in a game that you cannot win? Why are you jeopardizing anybody? Oh, there's another screen pass. Yay. You know what the Bengals should do? They should just let him score. The Bengals should just walk off the field right now. There you go. Pushed out at the 10. Game is over. Niners cheerleaders are pretending that there's something to cheer for there on the sideline. It is a 31-17 final. Welcome. Little post-game in Damon. And like I said, we needed to get together and talk about this one today. Never Daunted Radio Network. Go Hoosiers, by the way. This sort of rapid decline shouldn't be possible without major extensive injuries. Well, look, no Debo, no Trent Williams. Neither one of those guys played today, but also neither one of those guys plays defense either. So, you know, the problem today was an offense that didn't get its job done, but a defense that in the first half, look, it was a miracle that this was only a four-point game at halftime. To be totally honest with you, Joe Burrow destroyed the 49ers. Like I said, he might if you give him time. And even though, you know what, Burrow was sacked three times today, you've never seen a quarterback sacked three times yet be as comfortable, absolutely unbothered by a 49ers defensive line, which is quickly drifting into the lane of overpaid, overrated. That's where we're going with this defensive line. 
Overpaid, overrated. You're going to hear those two words all over sports talk radio this week. By their way, there won't be a better uh, post-game show on Monday than the one that Larry Kruger and I are going to have for you coming up uh, at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, 49ers wake up. And that's not just the name of a show at this point. It's like a, a direct order. Like 49ers, wake up. Because this is three weeks in a row of unacceptable, uninspired, undisciplined, poorly planned football. And Steve Wilkes is chief among these poor planners. Okay? And the only good news is that whatever you think the 49ers needed, whatever move that they were thinking about making but maybe weren't going to make, they need to make it now. Whatever player allows this defense to get out of this soft zone that they've just been getting crushed in. You know, you're playing zone. You're leaving just space everywhere for good quarterbacks to attack with no real pressure on them. You want to talk about Brock Purdy? This was not a good game for Brock, but he also did a hell of a job getting out of uh, the harm's way. His legs served him well all afternoon, and it's a really good thing because they needed to. This defense, this offensive line of the 49ers is not getting it done in the run game, not getting it done in pass pro, and um, that is why they've lost three in a row. The worst feeling five and three of any first half in the NFL now belongs to the San Francisco 49ers. Yikes. Yikes. I see an awful lot of people, awful lot of people are upset about what they're looking at. And send Jim Nance back to his house at Pebble Beach, T from the 203. Oh, look. It's it's still daylight enough out here where Jim Jim's probably going to get in. He and Tony are gonna, at least going to go get in nine, right? They can get down there quick enough. I mean, look, you want to throw any criticism out? I'm not going to tell you that it's unfounded or you're wrong or you can't have it today. Uh, uh, today is a day where all the anger that you got, you can let it flow out of you. I'm not going to tell you to not be pissed about this because this team is way too good to be putting this bullshit on tape three weeks in a row. Just straight up. They're way too good to play like this for three weeks in a row. So where is the illusion? Were they not that good? Are they not as good as 5-0 suggested? Or are they not as bad as these last three weeks have implied? They got a bye week. They got a bye week. They need to add talent, add talent here before the trade deadline, which is ta 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 Tuesday. So it's time. The 49ers need to get better. They need to lick wounds and they need to come out and just it's it's funny. You're five and three, and they still need to put this first half behind them. Five and three, and they still need to put the half behind him. That's as bad of a five and three as you can get. Because you got questions, you got doubt that's creeping in. And this is not, this is, you know, there's always a certain amount of the fan base that is always going to tell you that the sky is falling before it actually is. Right now, on this defensive side of the football, the sky is falling a little bit. It is. There is no doubt 
absolutely no doubt that the entire league is now wired to take these defensive lines and just basically take them out of a game plan with a game plan that says this ball gets out lickety split every single time. And that's what's happening. And dude, running today, what do we got? Running the ball today, the Cincinnati Bengals had 134 rushing yards. This team doubled up almost its normal rushing afternoon. The second to worst rushing team in football today ran and ran easily. Joe Mixon, 16 carries, 87 yards. Joe Burrow scrambled six times for 43 yards. I mean, that's where the damage came from. Joe Burrow tuck it and when Joe Burrow tucked it to run, he did so at the perfect time. I mean, it's the old take whatever the defense has given you. That's what Joe Burrow did all day. He did it with his arm. He did it with his legs. The, the, the Cincinnati Bengals today had the better game plan. They were the better coached team. They were the better played the afternoon. They just whipped the shit out of the San Francisco 49ers in all three phases, basically. Uh, even though they had a missed field goal. They, they, they won today going away. The Niners were in instant scramble mode. Instant scramble mode. And for the second week in a row, Brock Purdy was having a decent game right up until he stopped having a decent game. That one, Look, that interception that Logan Wilson baited him into was a really nice interception. But the interception that is going to go on the highlight reel is the play that Jermaine Pratt made. He tipped it to himself. He came down with it, and this was inside the 10-yard line. It looked like the 49ers were about to drive for the game-tying touchdown, and Purdy makes his first Big mistake of the day. He's looking for Elijah Mitchell, and he's rolling and rolling and just a breath too long. Hell of a play by Pratt. So instead of a game-tying touchdown, it's Bengals ball, and the 49ers were in a huge heap of trouble right there. Like whatever the, I even, I think I tweeted this out. I can't remember which specific moment I tweeted this out on, but I just said that, that that win probability bar graph just probably hit the bottom of your webpage. Just boom, big dive, big, big dive. I can't even imagine Damon looking at this chat and even wanting to start a broadcast. I mean, what is the point? Well, the point is you got to wear it. You got to wear it when things are going wrong. And things went wrong today. Postman in Capitola. I gotta say, I'm just... No, oh, sorry, hold on. Oy, oy, oy. There you go, Postman. Let's talk Warriors, not Niners. Draymond starting. CP3 coming off the bench. That game sucked. It did. It did. JJ Raider says, I think the reason Steve Wilkes is up in the booth is so people don't realize that he doesn't know what he's doing. Look, a better second half than what happened in the first half. This offense put the defense in a worse spot than the defense did in the second half. But in the first half of that game, Steve Wilkes is getting burnt down in first quarters. Steve Wilkes, you know, a little bit of a tried to blow it off and all that, that game uh, at, at SoFi Stadium where you had Matthew Stafford just, just boom, 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 all over the field. And Steve Wilkes... 
They went in and did something at halftime to change that around, but not now. Not now. Not now. Steve Wilkes is getting skinned alive at the beginning of the game and middle of the games, and honestly, at the end of the game, it didn't turn out very well either. Woo. That was a failure all around. It was a failure all around. John John Miller, Giants play-by-play broadcaster, John Miller, <laughs> probably not him, uh, says, we suck. You do right now. You do. Uh, the whole Purdy lost the game. I'm not even going to say you're wrong. He wasn't the only one who lost the game. He wasn't out there watching Joe Burrow just carve this team up like a turkey on a Thanksgiving table. I mean, the 49ers, they got carved, they got plattered, put a little gravy on top for a little sexy presentation right at the dinner. I mean, Joe Burrow ate all day long. By the way, this is a full contact household this week. Do you see my little, I got a little bit of a fat lower lip. This is uh, Jack jumping into my face with his big dome. He crushed me. Our first jingle jangle of the day. Too many Garoppathros today. This team has fallen. Garoppathros. Kyrie 2021. Not bad. I like that. I like that. Look, I, you know, someone's like Brock was concussed. Uh, Majorine Stotch. Brock, you know, here's the thing. I didn't think Brock had any cobwebs early. As, again, he was playing really well. He was very aware of his surroundings. He did a hell of a job scrambling and getting out of some harm's way today. Uh, you can't put this on concussion protocol. You can't. You can't. Um, this was the wrong plays at the wrong time with a guy who was quickly looking like he might be the wrong defensive coordinator. Rory Kane says Bosa can't stop the run and can't get to a quarterback. MJA, Nick Bosa, makes a few good plays, but the rest of the plays, there's nothing out there. He's getting swallowed up by big tackles. Unless he can use his speed, he's not doing a thing. Nearly 1,200 yards of offense given up over the last three games by the Steve Wilkes defense. Hand banana. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Again, lots of, lots, lots of angry fans. <coughs> Bosa's paid to be the dude, I'm thinking is what Jose wanted to say here. He hasn't been. He hasn't been. He hasn't been the dude. At all. What do we got here? Jamela 13. Damon, you and Larry have been disingenuous, sycophantic chicken shits blaming everyone but the coach and the quarterback. 
Have you heard me today say Brock was playing well until he didn't for the second week in a row here and Kyle's game plan was no good and Steve Wilkes' game plan was no good and no matter what Steve Wilkes you think is doing wrong, it doesn't say head coach on his door. This is Kyle. This is, these are not good performances. Three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row. So... There's nothing disingenuous. Are you listening to the fucking show I'm hosting right now? Have you heard a word I said? Is there any excuse making going on here? Is there any justifying anything? This is unjustifiable football for a team that fancied itself a contender. This is not good. Don't pretend it is. The good news is there's, there's, there's 10, 10 football games still. Okay, there's an awful lot of football games. No, nine football games, excuse me. There's nine football games still. An awful lot can happen in nine football games. Now, I think the 49ers are going to be a playoff team. How far will they go in those playoffs? Big designs, big plans. Early, 5-0. and 5-0. and pretty much disintegrates with three losses in a row. Again, you stack those wins up, but this wasn't good. This wasn't good. You know, I, I don't think, don't think you can put this on, you know, any one person. The whole team's going in the wrong direction. The offensive line, the defensive line, uh, look at it this way. Brock Purdy did struggle at the wrong times today with the wrong plays. George Kittle also had a nine-catch, 149-yard day, five-catch, 109-yard day for Brandon Ayuk. Where is anybody else, though, in this offense? Christian McCaffrey, six, six catches for 64 yards. Ray Ray McLeod had one catch for two yards. Ronnie Bell, did he dress today? Why is, how come Ronnie Bell and Jordan Mason are hanging out in the doghouse together? What's going on there? How, how come how come Juwan Jennings isn't involved in this but for being a downfield blocker as a wide receiver at all? Where, where is the innovative genius level designs? Guy in the comments says, we need to ask Steve Wilkes. Here's the thing. I won't even tell you you're wrong, but I need to know what the plan is. I need to know what the plan is. Who's replacing him? I mean, are, are, are you going to tell me that the next in line would be Chris Kasurik? I mean, I, I Chris Kasurik's right now. Right now, his his defensive line is the reason why none of this is working. You know, you want to look at a team that dominates on the line. Rory, you just brought up a thought that was running through my head. You want to talk about kicking ass on the line? Go look at the Eagles. Go look at that offensive line and defensive line. And today, they even had a little scare put into them. The Eagles did. This is a league that'll take a good team and have a, you know, go through a tough week. But three weeks in a row of tough weeks, that's when you start drifting into everyone's now questioning who you really are. You know, I, I, I'll i say this right now. 
for those of you, and I've seen it a few different times on here, saying that the 49ers shouldn't buy, they should be sellers. No, no, no. That's It's literally the opposite of how this whole thing is built to be right now. You can't come off the master plan. The master plan is you better win a Super Bowl this year or next year. That's the master plan. And if you don't, you're right back to the drawing board, like right back to the front of Kyle Shanahan's tenure with the 49ers, where you're looking to rebuild everything uh, around a, a quarterback who won't be cheap a couple of years from now. This whole thing is built to pop right now or next year, or you're back to the drawing board. That Purdy interception inside the 10-yard line, look, it was bad. Again, poorly timed, held the ball too long, looking to make a play to Mitchell, but Jermaine Pratt made a hell of a game, uh, made a hell of a play. Uh, Logan Wilson baits him, though, into that second interception, and G. Martinez puts it well. Purdy's mistakes just compounded like interest. They did. They absolutely did. Lyle, thank you very much. Ganjajar, getting fuller right now. If this team's going to make a run, they better go get a corner and an edge rusher. Yeah, and they got about 48 hours to get it done. They got about 48 hours to get it done. Five and zero feels like an afterthought. It sure does. Five and zero feels like an afterthought right now. No doubt about that. My man Stefan at Bottom Line Bets is better than five and zero. He is a perfect three and zero so far today. He's got a play on Sunday Night Football that's still coming up. He went four and zero yesterday. It's ridiculous. Handicappers aren't supposed to be this hot. They're going to take him out of his penthouse at the Aria and ask him to leave town if he keeps winning like this. Go to BottomLineBets.com, sign up, use promo code Damon. And you get a free day of handicapping. And if you don't do it right now, you're just, you don't like money. You don't like winning the bets that you make. You don't like getting great advice. Bottomlinebets.com, daily, weekly, monthly subscriptions available. Whether you're a big player, a medium player, if you're a little player, then just stay little. If you want to get medium, if you want to get bigger, go to bottomlinebets.com. Thanks to Stefan for sponsoring the postgame show. He has been more consistent than the 49ers have been over the last three weeks. That's for sure. Brand new. Y'all suck. <laughs> I mean, how could you even argue with that? For three weeks in a row, not good. Purdy's played horrible and good in the same game. Half dead, you're right. This is maximum underperformance. Can't wait to hear Pig in a Pickle defend this. Dude, where have you seen Larry Kruger ever throw it into kiss-ass mode? He's not, he's, he's not going to be uh, happy about this one, and he and I are going to crush 49ers wake up tomorrow morning starting at 8 a.m., But this wasn't good. This wasn't good. 
It's a little bit Brock's fault. It's a lot of this offensive line's fault. It's a lot of Kyle Shanahan's fault. It's a whole lot of Steve Wilkes's fault. It's a whole lot of Nick Bosa's fault. It's a whole lot of who you know did, did, did Javon Hargrave. This is the did, did we even use his name today? I don't think Javon Hargrave did anything. Yeah, Eric Armstead got a couple of sacks today. Congratulations to Eric and the entire Armstead family on that. He officially joins the the you know the the season for the first time today. But that's not good. It's not good. That game was lost in the trenches. All games are basically won or lost in the trenches. You know, that that's that's where football games are decided. This is about blocking and tackling. Everything else that happens around that blocking and tackling sells tickets. But every game is won with blocking and tackling. And that's another thing that I want to bring up that is just more than on just that defensive line. Where's the tackling? Where's the tackling? I can tell you where is a good sandwich. It's at my man Ike's. Plusers, don't mind me. I'm here waiting for this defense to stop someone. Where's the tackling? Collectively, as an entire defense, where is the tackling? Where is it gone? Again, for those of you, uh, you know, brand new, says, uh, stop blaming Wilkes. Purdy sucks. Eric, this is all Purdy's fault. No, it's not. Did Purdy give up 31 points? Did Purdy at any point in time let Joe Burrow go 28 to 32? No one in the ultimate team sport that is football is ever singularly responsible for a win or singularly responsible for a loss. That's not how it works. That's how it works on the stupid debate show that you're going to get up and watch tomorrow and Skip Bayless and uh, Stephen A. Smith are going to be collectively just giving you a, a, a bunch of verbal diarrhea. That's, it's, it's, it's very easy to say, oh, it's that one guy. No, it's this one team that is disappointed. The 49ers for three weeks in a row ain't dialed in. Ain't dialed in. MJA says, I think we're blaming Wilkes a bit too much for terrible play. The only good thing is that Kittle is a little more involved. He is. He is. By the way, Brock Purdy, for his terrible day, had 324 passing yards. That's not bad. 49er fan, by the way. Just dropping a little super chat here. Thank you so much. I'll try to catch those as they go by. Fire Brock. I fire Brock. What again? Look, there's plenty of things to be angry at, but just saying the dumbest things that your fingers can type is is there's definitely another show for you. 
You can go ahead and start, you know, if, if anyone who doesn't like Brock Purdy and has based their entire career out of it, oh, he's going to have all of his sycophants licking his balls today. Brock Purdy threw for 324 yards, was 21 of 30. He ran for another 57 yards. Brock Purdy is basically 380 yards of offense by himself today. And the picks, the picks, the picks, the picks, the picks. <laughs> Giants fan. Called targeting on Jack. I my my super chart super chat was supposed to ask if you were uh targeting. No, I well, here's the thing. Yeah, I did throw a flag on Jack. Dured says this defense is porous right now. They can't stop teams. They concede 30 points. It's the same as the Super Bowl. They can't stop teams. They can't get off the field. They can't make a stop on third down. They can't make a stop on third down. They can't get off the field. And it's easy. That's the thing. It it just looks easy. Really, way too easy. Way too easy. Joe Burrow is just playing a game in his backyard. Way too easy. Deontay, Micah Parsons says the 49ers weren't all that. You and the media trashed him for it. Now look. Well, well, here's the thing. I trashed him for trying to talk shit after you got skinned alive. That's that's stupid. And I'm going to tell you that the Niners are not, because of three bad weeks in a row, now the Carolina Panthers. They're not that. They're going to go to the playoffs. I believe that still right now, as bad as everything's going Nothing. How about this? When things are going bad, when you're missing two of your best players, the best thing that you can get is a bye week. You can find an awful lot of football Jesus walking around the locker room during a bye week, and the Niners better get their rosary beads out because they need football Jesus to come and bless this damn team again. Half Dead used to call in as the Grinch on KNBR till they stopped taking calls. I always used to get ro- always roast Balky. Oh, the good old days. Got Eric says, you're a clown, Damon. I'm done with this team. Remember that, Eric. Don't watch another game. Don't watch another. You're done with this team. You will be back after the bye week. A hundred percent. Like, get out of your feelings. Okay. Oh, I'm done with this team. Okay. All right. I'll remember that. I'll remember that. They go on to have a really good year. I don't want to hear another peep out of you. But this is bad. Bad three weeks in a row. And if you are a really good football team, three bad weeks in a row, it's tough to find in really good football team schedules. You know, three-game losing streak, you can't even pretend it's good. Little jingle jangle right there from Rich. Thank you so much. Kyle needs a wake-up check. He needs to hire a game or a play manager, give the ball to CMC with 12 seconds left as negligence. Like, yeah, I I, I don't I didn't get that. And what I don't understand is why 
why Kyle seems to go away from things that are working. You know, just to do something else. Here's the thing. I, I'm tired of hearing like, oh, Kyle, he really knows how to tie all these plays together. I don't care if you can tie a whole bunch of plays together. I don't care about setting up something for later on. You just, you know, you, you, this is not time to have the beauty pageant of just Gordon. You, you need to get back to just moving chains, man. Staying ahead of the chains. You stay ahead of the chains in those first five weeks by Christian McCaffrey just running great on first and second down. That's not happening. You become predictable. When Kyle was at his best today is right when Tony Romo, Tony Romo even said, look, the 49ers are becoming predictable here on first down. They need to throw the ball on first down. And three first down plays in a row, it's play action, first down, play action, first down, play action, second and short. Now they dial up that first down again. And instead of keeping it going, he goes back to the running game. I mean, you want to get your running game going. But it didn't happen today, and it's three weeks in a row where it's just not getting done. Oh, phonies and pretenders and I mean, I, there's there's a lot of anger to the game. And again, I'm not, I'm not here to tell you that your anger is unjustified. The only silver lining of a defeat, not just like this, but the one the week before and the one week before that is the 49ers have no time to just sit around and Sniff each other's farts. They got to go get better. They can do that at the trade deadline, and they need to add the defender that gets them the hell out of this soft zone, which is just getting eaten alive. This zone is getting eaten alive. Front runners, Kyle now 0 for 37. Trailing by at least eight points in the fourth quarter. Is that true? Is that true? Or does it just feel like Kyle's 0 for 37? Yeah, it's, you know, deloading one says it feels like every single time I go to place blame on another, another aspect of this team fails. The entire team is crumbling. And that's true. Again, to just say it's, all here, not over here, is crazy. This is team-wide failure. Team-wide failure, coaching staff-wide failure. And uh, again, it's time to use other players when the players that you keep turning to are doing nothing in this offense. Ray Ray McLeod, where's Ronnie Bell? Doing nothing is a backup quarterback, Elijah Mitchell, where's J.P. Mason? Get other guys involved. In hindsight, maybe that win against Dallas was more bad Cowboys than it was great Niners. Look, the Niners got up for that one. They did play well. Today, the Cowboys were up. They beat the crap out of the St. Yeah, Louis Rams. Yeah, that's who they beat. The Los Angeles Rams. I'll tell you. You know, Brock Purdy got away with football murder, throwing across his body across the field. 
Craig says, uh, listen, Damon Purdy's running for his life the whole freaking game. What do you expect? I thought he played pretty good for an O-line that can't hold anybody out. I'm guessing you don't mean Elena as much as you meant O-line. Uh, yeah, that offensive line is a problem. This defense is a problem. And when, when, when your offensive line is a problem and your defense is a problem, you got problems. Did Randy Gregory die? No, but Randy Gregory was just like a piece to add. He wasn't like a game-changing piece to add. It's now time to go and get a game-changing talent before this deadline expires. And the problem is, is... um well, no, I guess, you know, the Eagles did win today. So um, we had uh, we, we had the whole, like, Washington commander saying, if we win today, maybe we're not as open for business as you thought. Well, they should still be open for business. Purdy was good until he wasn't. Joe Burrow was great the whole way through. Set a career high with 19 straight completions in this game. 19 straight completions. Steve Wilkes, do something different. 19 straight completions. Like, what are you doing, man? Drop 11 if you have to. If, you're, if, you're, if your offensive line or your defensive line isn't getting home anyways... Drop 11. Do something other than that. Offensive line isn't doing anything to open up running holes, running lanes that were just there earlier in the year. And I got to be honest, Christian McCaffrey, like he's looking a little tired. That guy needs a bye week. Oh, you know what would also be a good idea? To keep his legs fresh in the game by taking a guy like Jordan Mason and using him. Using him. Elijah Mitchell hasn't done dick this year. Nothing. Again, every single time I look here in the chat, there's something new to talk about. Something that you're correctly right to be pissed off about. Bunch of arm tackles. What are these leaning arm tackles? I saw Drake Greenlaw bounce off a guy today. I saw Fred Warner bounce off a guy today. You know, Isaiah Oliver at least made a few plays, but they are just targeting him. You know, they, they, uh, teams in the league look at him and they say, free lunch. Yeah, Hufanga in the last couple of weeks is bouncing off guys, not getting the job done. Arm tackles everywhere. Arm tackles everywhere. And it really is. Hold on. A little cough. Rockin' New Era 84 says, why isn't Wilkes on the sideline like Sal and D'Amico? Who gives a shit? 
He literally could be calling plays from his living room. And if they work, you won't care where he's standing. You won't care what he's doing. Is he standing? Is he sitting down? Is he up? Is he down? Is he on the sideline? Is he behind Kyle? Is he to the left or right? I don't care where he is. I don't give a shit where he is. I care about what his side of the ball is doing. A half a sack and two quarterbacks back hits for Nick Bosa. Half a sack and two quarterback hits. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, right now, Joe Burrow was just unaffected. Unaffected. Joe Burrow couldn't give a shit about this 49ers defense. Didn't bother him at all. Hendricks, not a Super Bowl team. Well, They're not playing the Super Bowl right now. I guess that's a saving grace. Nine more weeks. Nine more weeks of football. They got a lot to improve upon. An awful lot. Again, this was a rousing 5-0 start that is 100% finished with a depressing three-game losing streak. I mean, you know, this might be fair. I don't see how Chris Forrester eludes criticism. He's by far the worst coach on the staff. This offensive line is just not getting it done. I mean, I really don't know how much once a game starts that's actually on the coach. You know, get a block, hold your block, don't get called for holding. You know, the player has to play and execute. Um, What if I told you that Chris Forrester was dialing up the perfect protections yet, uh, uh, you know, the guys just, you know, Burford isn't, isn't getting it done. I mean, I'm not, I don't mean to single out Burford in any way. Here's a little super chat right here. A 20 spot from olive oil. Let's not forget this team was destroying teams a couple weeks ago. They're in a slump. We've seen this. We'll be good after the bye week. The losses have been on a team, not one person. I'll agree with you there, but there are some concerning things here. This is just more than angry fans. By the way, random, two bones. Thank you very, very much. Never daunted, five bones. Thank you very, very much. Sporticus, three turnovers doesn't help. No, it doesn't. Three turnovers doesn't help. Sacrifice a goat. (laughs) Sacrifice, do something. You know, I, I, I can't tell you. I can't tell you that anyone had a good game. Not really. Even even Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, with his two touchdowns, is uh, 12 carries and 54 felt mostly ineffective yards. (coughs) 
Reading their own press, this team needs to be humbled. Niner Nation from Philly since 1982. You are speaking the truth, my guy. Well, thank you. They've been humbled. There is no doubt about that. They have officially now been humbled by the way that they're playing. And they, look, there's a lot of finger pointing to go around. An awful lot. I want to look at just some more of these team stats here. You know, it's funny. Earlier in the game, you had the Bengals with all of those first downs. They're not even really coming up. They're not even coming up with uh, uh, third down. It's not even getting dialed up. And it's just first down, first down, first down. Every single time you look up, 29 first downs for the Bengals, 24 first downs for the 49ers. That's a decent number. Third down, the 49ers were 5-9 and nine on third down. Again, for those of you who are just saying, this is all on Brock. Damon, if you're not going to crush Brock Purdy, you don't know what you're talking about. The 49ers had 460 yards of offense today, and all of it basically came from Brock. With his legs, with his arms, again, he threw for, what's the number? Brock Purdy threw for 365 yards. We won't pretend that those interceptions weren't as poorly timed as humanly possible. But God, he he wasn't horrible. I mean, how about this? Without Brock, what is the game today? What if that was Sam Darnold out there? And the Niners held to 12 points? You know, he's he's your best option. He's your best option. 49er ways. Uh, been a fan for over eight years now, Bruce. If we lose to the Jags after the bye, then we officially have a problem. Hopefully they clean it up. Yeah, you don't want to come out after that bye. Oh, Chris, you're you're speaking my language here. R.I.P. Salty Balty. He would have had a field day after that one. Oh, he would have. He would have. I mean, there's no more talking about how this season is going to start in the postseason. Like, that talking point doesn't exist anymore. This season starts right now here in the bye week, and it better start with them adding talent. You need another corner. You probably need another edge rusher. Although I don't know if the value of an edge rusher has this year that they had last year. I really don't know that anymore. I don't know that because the get the ball out as fast as humanly possible is now just the modus operandi. There isn't a team in football, that that ball's not coming out on your third step of, of a three-step drop. It's happening everywhere. You watch in red zone, you see every other play, it's one, two, three, gone. One, two, three, gone. One, two, three, gone. There's no, Lawrence Taylor's not getting there in one, two, three, gone. Seven turnovers the last three games. Oh, that ain't good. Greg, thank you very much for the super chat. Appreciate it. 
Look, I don't think Brock is garbage. Again, garbage doesn't throw for, you know, whatever Brock threw for. I keep on forgetting the number. Let me blaze this into my brain. Well, maybe I blaze too much, so I can't remember things. But 365 yards with another 57 yards rushing. I'm going to tell you right now, if Trey Lance had a 365-yard passing day with another nearly 60 yards rushing, you'd have people on their knees blowing him in a losing effort. Brock made some terrible plays at the worst time. To me, this this is... I mean, more on the defense than anything else. And having said all that, 17 points isn't nearly enough for, you know, to, to win games, 49ers, when your defense is playing like that. They gave up 31 today. This is fair from Marjorie again. I can accept two tough road losses, but not this Basura. Yeah, they were home. It snapped at what nine game losing or nine game home winning streak. Not good. Not good at all. Welcome to the Bottom Line Bets post game show. If you're just joining us, it's great to have you in here. Thanks so much for being a part of this. We get going into two-minute warning here on the Bottom Line Bets postgame show, and we don't look back. By the way, if you have been rolling with my man Stefan, you're not looking back. You're looking to go to the window and have afternoons like this. Bottom line bets, man. Bottom line is we fucking win. Let's go. There you go. Bottomlinebets.com. Sign up if you like having $100 bills getting thrown at you. Again, there's there's everything that I can say to help one of my sponsors out. Counting cash. Counting cash at the window. Forget about all the nice things that I could say about Stefan and how good he is. He had the Cincinnati team total today. That's how he bet on this game. He didn't bet on anyone to cover. He didn't bet on an over-under. A team total is where he went. And he wins. It's amazing how much he wins in that team total department. Defensive line's not getting it done. The linebackers today aren't getting it done. The secondary's not getting it done. The whole defense is not getting it done. And when Brock Purdy needed to not make a mistake, because here you are looking to climb back into a game, he made a mistake. He made a mistake. I'll tell you, there was a play in this game that had it gone the right way. Who knows what would have happened? Third and seven, that Jamar Chase, was that a fumble? Did he have an, Did he make a football move? Did he have possession? It's one of the bigger plays of the game. Mooney Ward punched it out, but after they looked at it, and you could kind of see in real time, like they're not, they're not going to say that that's a catch. They're going to say that's an incomplete pass. Bengals would end up punting on fourth down, it was an interception, or it was a touchback when they punted there, and and then uh, 
interception from Brock. Okay, if you're a Bengals fan, you get to drop a who day. Brian, you get that. You earned that. Congratulations. If you're a Bengals fan, it's the opposite of how 49er fans feel. If you're a Bengals fan, all your worry was, well, 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 look at how bad this year has started. You know, look at look at how bad this is. You got clocked in Cleveland with, you know, Joe Burrow having a day that if Brock Purdy ever had a day like that, oh my God, people would be jumping off of skyscrapers in downtown San Francisco. But Joe Burrow's gotten healthy. The Bengals had a bye. And you even heard, coming off of a bye week, how was the Bengals' game plan today? It was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. Bengals' offensive coordinator, great game. Zach Taylor, head coach, great game. Great game. All the way around. Like, as much as you can say, no one on the 49ers played a particularly good game today. Everybody for the Cincinnati Bengals played a good game today. Joe Mixon, who's been struggling this year, 16 carries, 87 yards. Joe Burrow rushed for 43 yards, and the team that doesn't run well ran 27 times for 134 yards today. I mean, it's, you know, trying to find out where the 49ers lost this game. It's like looking through a kaleidoscope. There's a million different things that I'm seeing in here. A million different ways that they lost this game today. Not good. PJ says, the culture of this locker room is down. The, it's a dauber down team right now, no doubt about it, but... Here's the thing. I don't think the 49ers have a culture problem. They've got an execution problem. They've had it three weeks in a row, which if you wanted to start drifting into, well, that's a coach's problem, I'm not arguing with you today. I'm not. Seahawks, first place. 82 Atlantic. Says, you know, my $100 bet on the Niners winning the Super Bowl at plus 185, which pays out 600 total, isn't looking that good right now. Look, bye week, Jaguars. This isn't about a Super Bowl right now. Don't worry about that. There are, if the Bengals can go from nothing here is working to look how good they work today in a matter of weeks, the Niners can get that back too. The Niners are a good football team that has had three bad weeks in a row. And I do think you got a little something to be worried about with Steve Wilkes. I do. I do. It doesn't seem like he feels the game. You know, well, maybe that's because he's up in the press box. No, it doesn't matter where he is. He's not feeling the game. And he is coming out with a game plan that, again, might improve at halftime. And it did for a bit today. It improved at halftime. Um, Steve Wilkes is not starting games well. There's no doubt about that. And unfortunately, Brock Purdy, two weeks in a row, hasn't finished games well. So when you got defenses off to slow starts and offenses playing themselves out of comeback opportunities, you're going to have problems. 49ers had problems today. Seriously, they, they did. They had problems. All over the field. 
Problems all over the field. I'll tell you what, make that algorithm sing. You like what you're hearing? Hit that like button. Go ahead, hit the subscribe button. Hit notify. Don't miss us when we go live at the two-minute warning. It is good to have you here today. Friend or foe, angry, not angry, doesn't matter. Thank you for being here. You could be in a lot of different places right now. You're here, and I really do appreciate that. So thank you. You know, we're officially growing this thing by the week. There you go. You hit that little Ronnie Bell button, the notify. Here's the thing. How about getting Ronnie Bell a play? How about getting Ronnie Bell out there? Greenlaw is beat up. I'm not arguing with you, but that guy, look, there is no such thing as the game where Dre Greenlaw isn't laying down on the turf a little bit, except for today. I mean, it didn't look like he got hurt today. Kirk Cousins next year, book it. Eh. Kirk Cousins won't be able to go week one next year. He tore his Achilles today. I don't know if you saw that. Kirk Cousins tore his Achilles today. Larry's take that Purdy was better than Burrow is laughable. What? First of all, when did Larry say that? I I have not heard that one. That is absurd. There's there's no planet where that argument really holds much water. I I don't know where where when or how Larry said that. <laughs> Yvonne, uh Ivan, excuse me. Yvonne, Ivan, I don't know. So glad Damon stopped doing radio. The profanity adds more color. Well, th- thank you very much. I I uh I like to be able to just let it hang out, you know what I mean? And uh today's a day to officially let it hang out. Because that was bad. Joe Mixon looked bouncier than anyone on that field today. I don't know. I mean, I thought Kittle looked pretty bouncy. Besides the one play that Ayuk had that ball bounce right off of his his face mask as the Niners were looking to... Again, I don't... How they ended that half is weird, Right? The draw play to Christian McCaffrey, which was designed in in a way that you you weren't getting to the line of scrimmage. You're not. Here's the thing: like the further McCaffrey takes that down the field, the less of a chance you're going to have to actually stop the clock. So, how, you know, riddle me that, Batman. The longer this play goes. The worst position we're in. You even had Tony Romo saying you need a down and down play. Just give it to him, get down, and then clock it. Rory saying at least we get to see the Raiders lose later. Well, I I don't know about that. Jimmy's back. We'll find out. Again, this isn't. This, there's n- no dunking on anybody. 
direct. Why, why can't corners turn and find the ball when the receiver looks back? I hate the face-to-face hand-guarding technique. Turn your head, find the ball, block the ball. Basics. Look, I mean, you can feel that Mooney Ward is good for two P.I. calls in a game. Did the 49ers use the blitz at any point in time today? Postman and Capitola? Oy, oy, oy! Not enough. It's like Steve Wilkes got scared of throwing blitzes out there after the blitz burned him so bad last week. But no, it didn't feel like that that 49ers defense spent a minute of the day getting aggressive. Not a minute. I mean, you take Eric Armstead falling into the quarterback for a couple of sacks out of this game today. What did the 49ers defense do? What'd they do? That game was bad all around. Bad offensive game plan, bad defensive game plan, bad execution, bad feeling afterwards. Got Kyle with his angry face all over the show, all all over the, the, the broadcast today. Just holding up the play, you know, the play card in front of him, just staring daggers into his own team. Greenlaw playing hurt is very obvious on the field. It's hurting the Niners. I, you know, you got to protect it. I, I don't know. I, you know, the player plays. If you're, if you're, if if you're, if you can play, you go out and you play. And I think Dre Greenlaw is one of the best linebackers in football, but the best linebacking core in football hasn't exactly lived up to that billing the last three weeks. And look, Fred Warner, he's a great player. He's a great player who has had back-to-back disappointing games. Wilkes isn't even in zone. The defense is in the parking lot. Sean, good stuff. What do we got? Jesus, the millennial kingpin. Wilkes has turned a top-notch defense into a basic-as-fuck defense. Kinda, yeah. But I wonder if that's Steve Wilkes, the trend that every team is embracing against the 49ers. Just get that ball out immediately. You know, he can't sack the quarterback when he doesn't have the ball. I think a lot of fans are feeling like Kyle here. Kyle Vendetta. This is a team made me feel so good at the beginning of the year. Now I got no faith on both sides. You know, they got their money. They don't play well at all. They can wrap up, catch when it counts. Didn't happen today. The 49ers run game has been average without Trent Williams. You're right, Sporticus. But I don't think Jalen Moore is even playing poorly.
You know, the 1994 Niners with all those stars and free agent pickups were hot garbage until after the bye week. Well, I hope that that's in play this time around. Indiana Jim, thank you. I hope that's in play this time around. I really do. A bye week is exactly what this team needs right now. The entire, it's it's like it's like when you get a bad internet connection. You got to unplug this modem. Wait 10 seconds and then plug it back in. This whole system needs a reboot. This bye week, when you think of it, it's timed perfectly. First five games of the year, really good for the 49ers. The next three games, not good. Bye week, perfect. It's exactly when they need it. They got it right now, and it's exactly when they need it. Burford gets called every game. I mean, it's it's a hold, it's a player down, it's a player downfield. Damon, they might not even be a wild card. Ricky, I'm not I'm not joining you there. I'm not joining you there. Again, there's nine more weeks of football. Nine. There's a lot of season left. Josiah says, I love your authenticity. Niners fan here, and I can't stop agreeing. Hey, man. I mean, we watched it all together, right? We watched it all together. Again, the one reasonable approach that I would like to just pound into everyone's mind is a world of football can happen in nine weeks. Look at what just happened in eight weeks. The Niners went from world beaters to what happened. If you can go from world beaters to what happened, you can go from what happened to after the bye week to hopefully getting back to being world beaters. You know, Ayuk's a stud. Kittle, when involved in that passing game, does studly things. Debo comes back. Trent Williams comes back. Purdy stops making mistakes in crucial moments. Everything can get sewn back together. But right now, it's a little torn apart. DeWitt. Thank you very much, DeWitt Construction. Little super chat, Niners Therapy. Thank you very much. Happy to do it for you. It's my pleasure, as a matter of fact. Even Bose has been MIA, says San Bruno Mike. That says a lot about this bye week. Could not come soon enough. Damon, why did they have three turnovers? What was the reason? Well, the last turnover, the fumble, was basically a strip sack. You know, that's not not Purdy's fault, but there is someone doing a poor job in front of him that leads that to happen. The Jermaine Pratt interception was a hell of a play by Jermaine Pratt. He bats the ball up to himself and comes down with it. Purdy should have gotten rid of that ball early, but, you know, Jermaine Pratt gets paid too. He was good. To me, the one interception is the one that Logan Wilson baited him into like the biggest drive of the game for Purdy the biggest drive of the game started with him throwing an interception so that one was certainly on him the other two he had offensive line failure in front of the strip sack and the other play was just a play like when it was made, I couldn't believe it. 
I like I couldn't believe it. I'm like, how how the hell did Jermaine Pratt do that? It was incredible. So good thing Kittle was balling. I mean, what happens if Kittle's not balling today, right? Oliver needs to go. I, look, he's he needs to be upgraded. I do think that. EDR says, what happened to this is the best roster in the NFL talk from Bay Area sports talkers? Well, I think a couple things has happened. I think it's still a very good roster, but the strength of the roster seems to have been completely nullified, either through their own lack of production or the changing tide in offensive football that has taken a once dominant defensive line and just negated it. You know, simply negated it. And having said all that, you know, Nick Bosa is supposed to be Miles Garrett. You know, Miles Garrett doesn't need anyone playing well around him to just take over games. You know, Miles Garrett, of all the motherfuckers, he's the motherfuckest. He's bad. Nick Bosa is not a bad man anymore. Nick Bosa is a league average defensive end so far this year. You know, Max Crosby is having twice the season that Nick Bosa is having without half of the help around the offensive line, the, the, the defensive line that he's playing next to with the Raiders. But Max Crosby takes games over. Nick Bosa hasn't taken a game over this year. Not once. He hasn't wrecked a game. Nick Bosa, he's a game wrecker. Hey, at Jaguars, not easy. Jaguars are really good. Buccaneers, after that, that might not be an easy game. Then you get into your Seattle, Philly, Seattle stretch, which is going to be a monster. I mean, it's hard to envision it. I almost don't even want to say it right now, but for all the sky is falling and rightful identification of some falling sky here, what if I told you that I actually, hey, they, they win, they, they beat Seattle twice and in Philadelphia. What if they win all those games? Then what are you going to think about this team? A lot can still happen, but it's hard to presume or assume anything at this point in time right now. Brock literally threw the game away. He did in big moments, man. He really did. I mean, here's the thing. I'm not pretending he played well, but I'm also not going to say he was quarterbacking Satan this afternoon. He wasn't quite that. It was the same thing kind of as last year, uh, last week. He was having a big game. He was having, well, maybe big games even exact. He was having a good game. Right until he had those turnovers, and those turnovers mean your your good game is 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 not nearly as good as you hoped it would be. As a matter of fact, you can't even describe it as a good game anymore. It's just a game. I mean, that's fair, right? How did Brock Purdy do today? He had a game. Brock Purdy had a game today. Good game? No. Worst game I've ever seen? No. 
you know, did he clear concussion protocol? He did. I believe he gives them their best chance to win. I wouldn't be making a change at Brock, who throws for a guy who got picked off today, turned the ball over three times. He also makes some beautiful throws. His anticipation throws, his throws before the receivers even out of the break or looking for the ball. I mean, he made some gorgeous throws today. Then he also let go of a straight-up hold-your-breath throw, which was him throwing across the body and across the field. That is normally a death sentence in an NFL game. But he got away with it there. Then he finds McCaffrey in the end zone for the receiving touchdown. Too little, too late. Too little, too late. Otis Bird the third. What's going on, Otis? Always good to see you in here, man. And you're right. Terrible loss today, man. Terrible loss today. Defense didn't come to play. I mean, that's what's... Hey, you know, the other team's going to make plays. The other team's going to make plays. Even against a good defense, the other team's going to make plays. 19 consecutive completions in a row? Nah. That can't happen. That can't happen. Joe Burrow didn't do that shit in high school. So I'm going to tell you, if Derek is right here, then there is true trouble, right? Need a real defensive coordinator. That's number one. Well, here's the thing. Real defensive coordinators aren't available going into week nine. You know, they're they're just not. They're not. So you make a deadline deal. Edge, corner, do it, and hopefully that makes it better. Because there is no change to make at that position right now that I think is going to make this team start playing better without the right trade. They need the right trade. Thank you so much for being here. Again, hit that like button. Hit that like button. Hit the notify button so you know when we go live at the two-minute warning, we will be there with you. Larry Kruger and I are going to have 49ers wake up tomorrow morning. It's going to be spicy. Going to be spicy again I'm good live right after a game goes. You give me a night to sleep on it, really work it all out in my mind, rewatch the tape a little bit. It's when we get dangerous. 8 a.m. 49er wake up tomorrow. Again, there is no, no world, right? No world in which Brock Purdy should lead the 49ers in rushing yards. He did today. He had 57. McCaffrey had 54. Elijah Mitchell, three carries, two yards. I don't think I need to see him again this year. Like, seriously, Elijah Mitchell, every single time he touches the ball, he doesn't do shit with it. Nothing. I saw Jordan Mason do things with the football earlier this year, and then apparently he took a dump in the Shanahan marital bed and has just been straight up like doghoused since. Where is Mason? Where is a change of pace, big running back that maybe will 
help open up the holes that Christian McCaffrey can't seem to squeeze through right now. Gary, Brug, bro, get off Purdy's nuts. He ain't it. Gary, all I'm going to tell you is you better pray to whatever God you pray to that you're wrong about that because guess what he is for the 49ers? He's it. He is it. Sam Darnold ain't it. Trey Lance is so far away from being it. He can't even hit a field. This is your guy. That's it. Do believe in him. Don't believe in him all you want, but that's your fucking quarterback. So if you really think he ain't it, well, then you don't need to watch another game this year, do you? Because that's your starting quarterback until injury. Okay? That's your starting quarterback until injury. And you better hope and pray that that guy doesn't get hurt. Not good. Yeah, Brock was our running back. Right? That can't happen. And look, maybe, just maybe, the saving grace of all this, too, is right here. Sportic is saying, like, oh, by the way, Bengals are pretty good. Ever since Joe Burrow's been drafted, the Bengals have been good. Ever since Joe Burrow has recovered from his, what, calf injury, Achilles, whatever they're calling, that it came up a little gimpy in the preseason with. He's put that behind him. He's gotten healthier. Bengals came in well-rested, well-prepared, and they more than executed, more than executed this one today. They were real good. They were real good today. And the Niners weren't. Again, you get let a guy like Joe Burrow get comfortable. You're in trouble. You go you, here, regardless of what you think of Kirk Cousins. You let Kirk Cousins get comfortable. You're in trouble. You know, maybe with the bets that you've been making, you're finding yourself in trouble and in the losing column. That means it's time for you to try BottomLineBets.com on for size. It's time. BottomLineBets.com. Use promo code. Bruce, to get a free day of handicapping. And my man's on fire. Again, you you can believe me, don't believe me. I'm showing you the cash. It's getting counted out in front of them. Bottomlinebets.com. Bottom line is, Stefan is the hottest handicapper in America. 4-0 yesterday, documented. 3-0 today, documented. Guys have an incredible, incredible year against the number. Finding the little places. Little places to catch an advantage. What do we got going here? Cowboy. Ted Debo is one of those spark plugs. You lose one spark plug in your car, it don't run well. 
It's a good way to say it. Yeah, Debo. Debo's basically missed almost all three games that are losing games. He got knocked out early enough into that Browns game to where it felt like he wasn't involved at all. Doesn't play in Minnesota, didn't play today, and what do you know? You are O for Debo basically this year. You're right about this. It's a really good thing they got a bye week because the Jaguars are balling right now. 49ers could be looking at four losses in a row. You might be right. And if they lose coming out of the bye week, oh, man. that's you, If you think people are upset and angry today, wait until they lose coming out of the bye week. That could happen. Again, a lot of this isn't as easy as you think it is. Now, I heard he had flu-like symptoms, but Mahomes, two picks, nine points against Denver's defense. You know, Brock played well other than those two interceptions. The problem is the defense and the coordinator, Greyhound Rick. And I'm going to tell you, today, if you did have to place the blame on one man, I'm saying Steve Wilkes' name out loud before I'm saying Brock Purdy's name out loud. But it won't take me long to get to Brock. It won't. You know, Kyle is a front runner. And I've always said that in a way that didn't mean it to be an insult. Now, though, it's starting to feel more like an insult. Playing from behind, it's not good. They're not good at it. Sam Bruno Mike with another jingle jangle. Thank you very much, Sam Bruno Mike. Get rid of that zone. Create some stunts for Bosa. Something other than allowing Burrow to have 19 straight completions. Will Hammond, the Purdy party is over. Well, it needs to be rebooted this week, that's for sure. Kirk Cousins' Achilles didn't like that. No, it didn't. Didn't like that. You know, this defensive line has to be, has to be the strength of this team for this team to work. And not only is it not a strength, it's almost not even a factor right now. And I can't, I can't justify that. Margarine, Margarine Stotch, they've been nailing it today. Toss that soft zone out and the baby in the bathwater. Mike, Damon, you helped me decompress. Sadly, I think we might be pretenders. I look forward to seeing how they respond after the bye. Cheers, go Niners. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for the jingle jangle. Can defense just feel soft, man? It feels soft right now. Ayuk, he played well today. George Kittle played well today. Christian McCaffrey was all right today. And Brock was all right 
until it all went wrong. Offensive line, nothing to write home about. Defensive line, nothing to write home about. Linebackers, nothing to write home about. Secondary did itself no favors today, but guess what? Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Did did T. Higgins even do anything today? Five catches, 69 yards. Ten catches, 100 yards for Chase. Tyler Boyd, three catches for 40 yards. Irv Smith, four catches for 25 yards. Had that fumble. Trenton Irwin had a couple catches. Joe Mixon had three catches for 23 yards. Again, Joe Mixon had his best game of the entire year today. Like, if you're the 49ers defense living up to its own expectations, Joe Mixon doesn't go off on you. The Bengals are doing nothing running the football all year. The second worst per game rushing average in the NFL ahead of only the Raiders. And today, they did what they needed to do. Jillian, my wife, she's blaming the Kardashians. Ever since Nick Bosa came popping up on her timeline in Kim Kardashian underwear ads, this team hadn't done shit. Again, this thank you, honey. I was I didn't even notice that. But you might be right. Dennis, Damon, Jillian's right. I'm right. No, no, Jillian just pops in. She's right. Can you come over and show everyone how good you are? She just got so my wife just got back from taking the kids to a Halloween parade. If look, if this had been Halloween, I would have ducked out on this game. I'm not missing precious moments with my kids. Look at my precious wife. She's a pinata for Halloween. Little Ozzy's a pinata too. He's adorable. What was Jack? Jack is a skeleton. A rainbow skeleton the, with eye holes. Don't the, you forget the that. The rainbow skeleton with eye holes because he can zip up the whole mask. But there you go, honey. You're right about the Kardashians. They ruin all athletes. Stay away. But thank you for the ad. It was beautiful. I mean, Bosa's built like the Incredible Hulk, but he ain't playing like him no more. It's a good costume, right? Pinata. It's like three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row. This team's forgotten how to tackle a runner. Three weeks in a row. It's wild. It's my boy Pettis. I mean, what happened to Kyle kicking ass on opening drives? <coughs> First play of the game, Christian McCaffrey, eight-yard rush around the right side. Second play of the game, one-yard rush for Christian McCaffrey. So now it's third and one, and you get used check, getting stuffed on third down. He writes, runs right into the back of Brendel, and you're punting. It's three and out for the first drive. Three and out. That's not points. That's three and out. What the hell's that, Kyle? You know, three running plays right in a row to go three and out. Why don't you get your quarterback involved? Again, the best the Niners did today moving the ball was when Tony Romo even said, and Tony Romo is like, you know, he's not the most prepared broadcaster of all time, but he does react to what he's seeing, and he's just like, dude, the Niners are way too predictable on first and second down here. 
They're running the ball way too much on first and second down. They're behind the chains. They need to go ahead and do a little something, little little play action. Niners ran play action on first down three plays in a row. It was first down, first down, first down. And then they went away from it. Wow, I made it home from the game and Damon's still on. Thank you, Damon. Your show on the way home eased the loss a little bit. We need to hit the blackened, the whiskey. I'm not hitting it today. I got, I tied one on last night. I don't need any hair of the dog. Here's a good point. Eddie K's 24 says, Hey, Shanny wanted his team to go through a little adversity before facing Cleveland. Three games later, it's not exactly looking very good. Careful what you ask for, Shanahan. Well, if they wanted to go through a little bit of adversity, they got some right now. Joe Young. Doesn't have anything to say, but was feeling generous. Thank you very much, Joe. I appreciate that. Little jingle jangle goes into the ganja jar. Philip, Don, Michael, Johnson, Thomas says Steve wilts. This defense is wilting, no doubt. How about TJ Watt? That guy's taking over games. Where's Nick Bosa? Steelers lost today, though. Oh, here's Joe. He didn't send, J- Joe just didn't just want to give me a $5 bill. He's like, I got something to say. Kyle is coaching into his opponent. Opening possessions with the three and out. Horrible fullback trap on third down. Get more aggressive. Try to score early. Scoring early had been one of the calling cards of this team. Not during this three-game losing streak, though. Now, hold on. This team is too talented for Shanahan. These whole last five years really blowing it. Look, they, they're they in the NFC title game when I look up more often than not in these five years. I know that it's not satisfying to not have won a Super Bowl, but there are most teams in football don't win Super Bowls. Most teams in football aren't in the NFC title game over and over and over again. But look, he is not finished Kyle's not finished. It's not over. As a matter of fact, he's extended and will be the most winningest 49ers head coach before it's all said and done, whether he wins the Super Bowl or not. Kyle's always had good coaches around him. Salah gets a head coaching job. McDaniel gets a head coaching job. D'Amico gets a head coaching job. I don't think there's anybody on this staff that's going to be a head coach in this league other than Kyle right now. Steve Wilkes is not going to get another bite at that apple. Chris Forrester, I don't think so. Kasurik, not with his unit underperforming as dramatically as it is. I will say you this. 
I'll tell you this. Next week, during the bye week, November 5th, around 1 o'clock, we're getting together for Plus Mania 2 at Victory Hall. I hope you plan on coming on by. We're not selling any tickets. Just come on over to the bar, Victory Hall on Rich Street, and hang out with a really cool group that is all over this chat today. Makes the best chat room, I think, in sports you're going to find on YouTube. People actually treating each other decently, like with respect. It's not bad. Wish we still had a Menahue. Yeah. There is an awful lot. An awful lot of football to be played. This three-game losing streak is not the defining moment of the season, but I'll tell you, you're not too far away from the defining moments of the season coming out of this bye week. Jacksonville, tough, tough road game. Home to Tampa Bay, no pushover, right? No pushover. Everyone thought Tampa Bay was going to suck this year. They don't. Seattle, Philadelphia, Seattle. Whoa. That's where the entire regular season lies right there. Those are three games you can't afford. How about this? If you were going to have a three-game losing streak, get it out of the way before the bye week because you certainly can't afford that on the other side of the bye. Can't afford that at all. Liberty says, uh, Damon doesn't think Shanahan's going to bring Darnold in. He will, Damon. If it goes bad again, he will. He shouldn't, though. I, I really don't think he will. I th- Here's the thing. It's a tough day to make an argument that Purdy is the guy, right? With three turnovers, uh, Purdy is Shanahan's guy. I think Shanahan knows that this wonderlust revolving door that he has had at quarterback has just not gone well, and he doesn't want to go there unless he has to. I don't think you're going to see Brock Purdy, or I don't think you're going to see Brock Purdy get his leash pulled. I really don't. I don't. Uh, We've officially reached the throat drying out coughing portion of the show today. And I want to show you one more thing, one more time. I could tell you about the success that my friend Stefan is having at BottomLineBets.com, or I can just show it to you. Here it is. Bottom line bets, man. Bottom line is we fucking win. Let's go. There you go. There's your spot for bottom line bets. Cash on the table. Bottomlinebets.com. Use promo code Bruce. Daily, weekly, monthly subscriptions. And a lot of $100 bills if you've been rolling with Stefan.
Again, I don't, I don't need to, to, to fluff that up with any more accolades. Money's on the table. Money talks. Kyle Shanahan, for an overall record, his now long tenure with the 49ers, he's barely over 500. Well, look, he had two fully tear-it-all-apart, tear-it-down, rebuild years. Look at what Shanahan's done since 2019. It's been good. I got plenty of water. Thank you very much. Oh, look at Jillian just dropping off a Ricola. Thank you very much. We don't, we don't need to do a commercial for him. Unless Ricola would like to go ahead and start sponsoring the program. Lord knows I'm coughing enough. Again, I love my kids. Their nicknames could be Petri and Dish. Otis, I think, brings up a good point. These three games show you how important Debo is to the team. It kills me when people keep mentioning that the Niners should trade Debo because of CMC. No, they shouldn't be trading away anybody. They need to trade for someone who will come on and help this defense get better now. I don't want to be sucking a lozenge here deep into the microphone. You know, with AMSR things, I, I, I don't do that. Damon, your wife is speaking facts. <laughs> it's, it is. It's, it's a good outfit. Tim, love the outfit. That was epic. Thank you. Sporticus blaming Kardashians for everything. Nice costume, Damon. Caught you checking her out when she left. Yeah, no, Jillian looks really good entering a room. She looks good leaving it, too. Game and money. Game and Money TV, Bosa, we need a refund. How about, how about this? I don't think you need a refund. You're not going to get one. Like, purchases are final, right? Bosa needs a reboot. He does, for sure. Kyle is nothing more than a woulda, coulda, shoulda coach. He's good, but not good enough to overcome adversity. Who's the hire? Who is the hire that you make the hire and for absolutely sure, nothing to even debate in year one, they win the Super Bowl? Who is that guy? Because believe me, if they knew who he was, they would have hired him. Kyle's good at this. He can't be referred to as great at this until he wins the big one. But Kyle's good at this. And you watch around this league how many guys aren't good at this. But again, I'm not, I'm not defending anybody today. Steve Wilkes got that Pop Warner defensive scheme. Seriously, I mean, it is, it is way too soft. 
There are way too many holes. Don't forget, Damon. Kyler is going to be back with Arizona when the 49ers play them. Or they're just not going to play Kyler Murray because if he gets hurt, his contract kicks in for next year and they might look to move on. So I don't think we can guarantee anything there yet. I will say this, though, looking around the NFL today, I mean, the Cowboys, they woke up and they straight up mollywopped the L.A. Rams. You had the Jets winning like the ugliest game you've ever seen in overtime. That's what really good defense looks like, by the way. And you don't need when your defense is that good to have this complimentary offense all the time. No. Like, when you can't score on another team, you can win a lot of games, and the Jets are proven that. I'm not even saying that the Jets have won a lot of games. It's incredible that they've won as many as they've won with their ugly start and the injury to Aaron Rodgers and all the wind that got pulled out of their sails on that alone. But they're still fighting. And they beat a... Dude, the New York Giants should not be on television anymore. Vikings won at Lambeau today, but again, lost Kirk Cousins for the year with the torn Achilles. Titans got four touchdown passes from rookie quarterback Will Levis and a a, a win over the Falcons. DeAndre Hopkins, by the way, he caught three of those touchdowns. Dolphins get to six and two. Jags got to six and two. Eagles are now seven and one, and they are two games clear of the San Francisco 49ers for best record in the NFC. And I do want to look here. It is, I believe, let me see, scores. Where are the Seahawks? Seahawks are five and two. 49ers are five and three. Seahawks are in first place right now. You know, how many times can you go ahead and replace coordinators and think it's going to work? Well, look, replacing coordinators, you don't want revolving doors anywhere. But when your coordinators continue to get hired as head coaches, like that's not a bad thing. But it's hard to keep on bringing in haven't missed a beat level talent. The 49ers are way off beat defensively right now. You can't pretend otherwise. All right. I think we uh I think we got through it. I think we know the three game losing streaks aren't bad or excuse me aren't good. But the team is not bad. I think they're a good team who had a rough stretch and the bye week that they desperately need is now theirs. We'll hopefully see you at Plus Mania 2 at Victory Hall on November 5th. We're going to watch some football together, have some drinks, have some fun. Really looking forward to seeing you. Hopefully you can come on out. Victory Hall, 
I'm going to be talking about it all week. Join me at 11 o'clock Monday through Friday right here on Damon Bruce Plus. And tomorrow, Larry Kruger and I are simulcasting the Palmetto 49ers Wake Up, which I believe should be pronounced this week as 49ers Wake Up. Not just 49ers Wake Up. It's 49ers, comma, Wake Up, exclamation point. Damon, have you tried the mucinix for the route for the cough? We might have to go there. Might have to go there. By the way, I hate this saying until it was applied to me. Damon is him. Oh, thank, thank you very much. I hate that saying. It's such a lazy saying. But again, thank you. Hey, look, let's watch a little Warriors, right? Is this game on already? Let's see what the Warriors are doing. Hold on here. They're in Houston, right? I'm in football mode on a football Sunday. <coughs> oh, yeah. Hold on. What do we got going on here? Tied at 83. All right. Well, I found this game just in time. Chris Paul hitting jumpers, coming off the bench for the first time in his career. By the way, we don't say anything nice about Chris Paul. It still feels foreign to give Chris Paul compliments or root for him. Chris Paul had the longest consecutive game starting streak in NBA history, I believe, snapped with him coming off the bench today. If he indeed did come off the bench is what I read about, but I didn't watch the beginning of the game, so maybe he didn't. I taped it. Ooh, that's a Mama Chewbacca dunk. Ooh. Some Houston Rocket just got, just got up. Anyway, so I'm going to go watch this bad boy. Thank you very much for being a part of this today. Thank you for supporting the channel. And again, tomorrow morning, 49ers, wake up! Starts at 8 a.m. with yours truly and Larry Kruger. Go ahead and tune in. Uh, we simulcast on the channels. He's He's got a lot more subscribers than I do. Please become a subscriber. Hit that subscribe button if you dug what we threw down today. Thank you so much for being a part of this. And one more huge thanks to BottomLineBets.com. Stefan, it's been a pleasure working with you, man. Thank you for the support. I wish my audience had a bigger response than they've had, and it's time for everyone. You've seen the money get counted out. This is not me blowing smoke up anybody's rear end. Stefan is really good at what he does. Find out for yourself. You can find out for free by using promo code Bruce for a day of free handicapping, daily, weekly, monthly, rest of the season. Subscriptions are available, and I'm going to tell you, it always feels like when you're talking about a handicapping service that you're just talking like it's football season. So football, 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 football. The reason why Stefan cleans up is because he knows Major League Baseball. He's got more left in the World Series to show you what he knows about Major League Baseball. My man gets paid on the hockey rink. Who out there is betting hockey, Stefan, and winning I'm just going to show it one more time because it's so sexy. Like when you go to Las Vegas, here's what you want to see. Oh, 
11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 1, 2, 3, 3, 3, 4, 3, 5, 3, 6, 3, 7, 3, 8, 3, 9, 30. 3, 1, 2, 3, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 3, 9, 40. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Bottom line bets, man. Bottom line is we fucking win. Let's go. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Talk to you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Damon Bruce Plus live again at 11. Got some fun interviews that I'm going to be taping this week. Josiah Johnson, the king of NBA Twitter. He and I are going to be doing something tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to that as well. Got some other things up my sleeve. It's going to be a fun bye week, and we hope to see you at Victory Hall on November 5th, getting together with all the other Plusers out there. What a fun little cool community we have built. Thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for being a part of today's show. Again, on your way out, like, subscribe, take care of your boy, even hit that notify button. I'd really appreciate it if you did. And please do remember that sports don't build character. They reveal it.